Hey there, audio listener. You're listening to NPR. Could you imagine how annoying? I don't know how people listen to NPR. Whenever I accidentally tune into it on my radio, I, I veer off the road. Uh, this is, uh, of course, the audio version. A lot of people are watching the videos more and more. They're subscribing for The Daily Show, louderwithcredit.com slash mugclub. If you have not, it is what keeps these free shows coming. These shows will cease to exist unless more of you join at louderwithcredit.com slash mugclub. 99 annually. That's 69 for students, veterans, or active military. Just entering the word as a discount because... Google's been squeezing, YouTube's been squeezing. If you look at uh, the Apple Store, they're not necessarily super uh, super pro, whatever your view is, as long as it's not radically left. Uh, we appreciate the support. And if you feel like you're missing out on some visual gags, head on over to YouTube to watch the whole thing. Enjoy the show. Hey, we'll get to your regularly scheduled programming in a bit. Cultural Appropriation Month continues. Just wanted to thank you so much for the support this week. And we've told you that, you know, we pay as we go. We are finishing out the new office, new studios, uh, which should be completed by the time we come back in July. We are also hiring new people. Because of you and your support in the face of the adpocalypse, we're growing. Go to lighterwithcutter.com to um, fill in the applications. I think we need some research assistants and editors. I'm not entirely sure. All the roles are, are, are right up there. Lighterwithcutter.com slash mug club. We really appreciate it. Stay tuned because we have some developments. Louder with Crowder Studios, protected exclusively by Walther and Hopper. You're so stupid, they measured your IQ in Celsius. Oh yeah, well you're so fat, you should probably work for BuzzFeed boldly. Yeah, well your mommy's such a floozy, she probably hashtag shouted her abortion. Oh yeah. Well, your dad's such a transy that he should probably work for fuck. Hold on now, wait a minute, wait a minute. Now don't bring nobody's transgender father into this. Z ain't here. Now remember, if it weren't for your transgender father, you wouldn't be here. So, remember kids, if you make fun of one tranny, you're making fun of all trannies all around the world. Father mother, so treat Z right. Father mother, there is no other. Father mother, so treat Z right. Father mother, I'll always love her. My father mother, so treat Z right. Treat Z right. T is for the transition father mother did, making me proud. I'm his or her kid. R is for respect. Better show the miss, it don't matter a lick, she used to have a dick. A is for the anger and pains and aches that Z went through to have his hormones replaced. N is for the new vagina Z has, use the proper pronouns or Z will spank your ass. Another N here is for neutral bathrooms that father mother needs when Z drops a deuce. The last letter Y is that you better show respect. It's incredibly painful trying to change your sex. Father mother, there is no other. Like father mother, so treat Z right. Father mother, I'll always love her. My father mother, so treat Z right, treat Z right. 
Crowder's fourth annual Cultural Appropriation Month, where we take you across the globe, learning about and appreciating all the great cultures this planet has to offer. Because to appropriate is to appreciate. This week, allow us to be your guide to the historic, global, and Sharia-compliant countries of the European Union. Hey, week two to appropriate is to appreciate. I don't know what Quarter Black Garrett was doing. We have James O'Keefe on the show oh. and the whistleblower from Pinterest. Nice. Uh, Quarter, Black, Quarter Black Garrett, show him your. That is possibly the uh, the best uh -huh. costume I think we've ever it done. Is. Oh, it's wildly my, my offensive. Uh, my half Asian lawyer, Bill Richmond, is on his beat right now. How are you, sir? I guess you can call me Bobby Richmond tonight. We'll call you Bobby oh, Richmond. Okay. And uh, G. Morgan Jr., what's the wine of the day? Uh, the wine of the day, if I could drink it in my religion, would be Silver Oak Napa Valley. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but you just do it in secret. like in, <laughs> You, could, you <laughs> can't you know? find a drink in the UAE. <laughs> oh, not possible. Uh, but, of course... Uh, to appropriate is to appreciate yes, uh, yes. Saudi yeah. Arabia, the European Union is what we're going uh, to discuss today. So uh, <laughs> yep. quick three fast facts. By the way, send in your uh, costumes, hashtag yes. Crowder Costume yes. Contest. We'll have some winners next week. Uh, the Capitol building in Brussels is called the Fifth Column. The okay. EU just re-elected Nigel Farage as uh, the, quote, literally Hitler party. Oh. And this entire show has already been demonetized. Oh, nice. Yeah, that's, that's true. <laughs> And uh, question of the day, but we're going to be talking quite a bit about YouTube and uh, the recent CodeCon oh, yes. conference. That sounds redundant that, that with Susan really Wojcicki, your favorite there, uh, Half Asian Bill Richmond. So question of the day, before we get to that is, what do you think is the next step right now uh, with big tech? How do you think we win this? Uh, also, another question, has anyone had this? Particularly when I go to the gym, as guys, uh, this is a question for the guys. When you go to when you go to when you go to pee, you go to relieve yourself of the urinal, and you think you're done, and you do the appropriate shaking, but then you when you pull it back into the pants, there's like a there's like a, sp a spritz mm. without warning. Yeah. You guys ever get that? No, no, Well, congratulations, your prostate's perfect. No. All right. <laughs> Whoa. I what forgot, what it, was, I for, forgot what it was like to have a perfect killer T-cell count. Yeah. All right. Uh, we are going to talk about <laughs> that more. So first, leading the news, Vox Media interviewed YouTube CEO Susan Wojcicki about this channel being attacked by Vox Media, and they continued to attack us. If I were to do it again, I would put it all into one. Do it in one go. Yeah, I would do it so all in one go. So we're not go. kicking you off, but we're, we're not going to help you make money on YouTube. We're suspending monetization. Meaning Wait. we're not going to run ads against your stuff. If you still want to sell racist coffee, mugs or whatever you're selling that's what? your business oh yeah you know <laughs> racist <laughs> coffee mugs <laughs> sir I, I believe you've confused your drinking vessels
In other tech news, <laughs> don't you know, Tumblr, it's wrong to hate. It is wrong. It is. It's wrong. How dare you? How wrong. can you be very so wrong, wrong on so many fronts, Tumblr? In other, did you know, by the way, that was one of uh, Ben Shapiro's first miracles. He he shakes the, the Tumblr and uh -huh. it over, overflowed with shekels, like David Blaine. Mm. In other tech news, uh, InfoWars actually agreed Jeez. to pay Pepe the Frog's creator up $15,000. Oh, wow. Copyright oh, wow. settlement. Wow. Uh, rather than go to court, Alex Jones decided to settle. That comes from Vice. The damages come in the form of uh, $2,000 for trademark infringement, $3,000 in copyright violations, and $10,000 for reputational damages and falsely claiming that Pepe was gay. Ooh, I don't okay. like them putting chemicals in the water that turn the friggin' frogs gay. Okay. I guess it's a, uh, and know. that's an actionable offense for amphibians. Sarah. Wow, you know frogs are citizens. <laughs> By the you way, you don't have to wear the hat the whole time. You look yeah, very yeah, uncomfortable. He's like, I have to stay. <laughs> stiff. I literally <laughs> cannot move, or this hat will fall move. off. Just so toss it. Toss the hat. You it. can toss it. No, but if I don't wear the hat, bro, then I just bro, look like dude. very fashionable, and I don't want to make you guys feel bad. Okay. Don't, that's don't fair. frogs have like the ability to like flip their sexuality? Isn't that's that the whole premise of Jurassic Park? Yeah, learn DNA from. I don't know exactly. But it's Pride Month. This is the month for that. Go for it, frogs. That's a win for Pepe. Uh, political news. Twitter CEO Jack Dorsey. A lot of big tech today. Everything yeah, is about yeah. tech. That's been kind of, kind of the groundswell it's, for the last two weeks. It's the theme. Um, Jack Dorsey, 180 others. They signed a letter calling abortion bans bad for business. This comes from NBC. Sounds the letter really claimed weird. that the bans inhibit their ability to build diverse and inclusive workforce pipelines. It should be noted, Dorsey also rejected the word abortion itself, defending that women were, quote, simply deplatforming their babies, which oh seems that wow. for people, oh people listening to the audio version, going, is there a visual component that I need to see there? No. 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 <laughs> Just no. stay on audio. No. 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 You're good. No. You're good. Yes. Yes, no. there are. You're probably good. Well, that podcast. makes about as much sense as what we're actually doing, right? In, in each one of these articles, you see them talking about this. Uh, women are, and all the CEOs make comments. Right. Not all of them, but a lot of them. Reproductive health care is what they're calling it. Women are entitled. They don't say anything beyond that. And right. then the, the ad has the, the magazine who's doing the article has to kind of throw in there, including abortions, <laughs> like in some subset. That's what they're talking about, guys. Right. This is not some subset of the issue. This is the issue. <laughs> oh, oh, no. Oh, no. Gotta keep going. Okay. Uh, switching back to entertainment. Yeah. No, yeah. So, some will be entertained. You know, listen, different strokes. Yeah. Uh, Jesus. <laughs> Guns N' Roses bassist Duff McKagan. Are you a Guns N' Roses fan there? Yes. I, I Are like you really? It. More Pantera, but it's fine. Oh, okay. November, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, November I, I, Rain I was great. Oh, wow. I'm just surprised that my lawyer likes Pantera. Honestly, that's not, I never expected those words, but I guess whoa, whoa, whoa. that. That's the thing about your lawyer that surprises yeah. you yeah, the most. Yeah, I suppose. Hold on, hold on. That's got to be on like page six. I tell you, if I open up your closet and I just find a row of Iron Maiden t-shirts with that skeleton <laughs> guy. No, no, I actually like Iron Maiden more than Pantera. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, you're kidding. Like Run to the hill. What's, the name, what's the name of that day. skeleton from Iron Maiden? Uh, it's like Jack, I think. I think you're making it up. So, Guns N' Roses bassist Duff McKagan, he defended the band's past politically incorrect song lyrics by taking a shot at President Donald Trump. Oh, of course. Oh, yeah. you know. yeah. He said, we were still good dudes like none of our friends said, quote, grab her by the pussy. Uh, uh, yeah. Most notably because they were all too busy raping women in the green room while snorting oh heroin. Oh. 
or shooting heroin, I guess, because you the can't morning snort. gets you very sick. You By the way, do we have a reference on that? Yeah, uh, do we have a reference on that? That uh, Yeah, that's oh, the reference. Oh, I just want to make sure. Yeah, because yeah, Half Asian Bill was concerned. It's not slander if they wrote about it themselves. Oh. oh okay. And by the way, McKagan, <laughs> McKagan denied that the whole new woke persona for Guns N' Roses had anything to do, by the way, with Axl Rose transitioning into Ron Weasley's sister. So just that's completely oh that's coincidental. <laughs> no. I thought it was originally Ron Weasley's sister. <laughs> he was the first choice, but he couldn't. He had a scheduling couldn't, conflict. Couldn't do it. He had to write the things you do time. for acting. Yeah. The, the whole defense here is that we were we were good dudes. We'd never say something like that. Are we really letting like '80s rock bands lecture us on what's appropriate we behavior now, with apparently. women? We are. So long <laughs> every, as they're attacking the right person. Every yes. single movie about them and every single like biography has been horrid. Yeah. They treated yeah. women terribly. I mean, my but med- bro, we were good dudes. Well, even when we're talking about Donald Trump, I was never <laughs> mad about the grabber by the <laughs> come up. What upset me when we, we were talking about that story was that he was yeah. talking about another man's wife at one point yes. and how he could better. I'm like, both my, are bad. My he's it's litmus test is if it were my sister or my mother, would I want to kick your ass? Yeah. Someone's saying, like, oh, grab it. okay, that's kind of silly, child. But if you are actually taking advantage of someone who's drunk because of the perceived fame from being in a rock band when they're drugged up, I think you're probably worse than someone who <laughs> yes. says naughty words. Yes, yes. maybe. I would Both say bad, that. but that's one worse. Yes. I have yeah. no idea. That's not yeah. ideal. Whatever. Finally, in the. <laughs> Is that your legal opinion? Are you sure Bill? you're able to contribute with your head that way? He's so stiff at all. No, no, no. I've got it tied ideal. down now. Now I can at least turn my <laughs> okay. head a little bit. You got the swivel. And a little up and down. Oh, my a gosh. Little the most ineffective police it's like one of those animatronic dolls and Macy's in the Christmas display. It's not the head that makes me ineffective as a police officer. It's this thing. <laughs> as my only weapon against the I, terrorist force. No, don't forget your whistle. You can call yes. more unarmed people. No, 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 no. A rape whistle only calls more no. rapists. <laughs> no, it's not. It's, it's like a dog whistle that just calls in more rapists. It's a dinner bell? Is that <laughs> don't you don't do it. I found don't. that one out the hard way. Don't do yeah. it. A painful Thursday evening. Yes. Finally, uh, and the most important story of the week, Justin Bieber challenged yes. Tom Cruise to a mixed martial arts fight. Oh. This comes from the dependent. Bieber announced a challenge saying, Tom, if you don't take this fight, you're scared and you will never live it down. This was trending everywhere, Jeez. though it should yes. be noted, it's actually, it, it would actually just be a rematch. Oh. Oh, yeah! Wow. Tommy Get versus him. Bieber. Wait, place your bets. Wow, you know that the shorter one is Tom Cruise in that. Is it? Right? Does Bieber actually know martial arts at all? I just tried to go no. by who was most feminine. No? Okay, well, there you go. Oh. Vegas betting odds actually opened up at Cruise plus 40, Bieber negative 240, and the audience well below the graph of statistical analysis. They couldn't even <laughs> be included. Nice. Oh my god. Tickets are still available. Do you think this will They're cheaper happen? than the Creed reunion I tour. Hope so. If oh you can believe gosh. it. Yeah. What if they make like 200 million off this? We're like, didn't see that coming. <laughs> I'd I don't watch. think. I'd, I don't watch. Yeah, no. I'd watch it. I really would. Yeah, I really would watch it. It would be hilarious. I would. Yeah. I would want Bieber to get his butt kicked. I would just want Tom yeah, Cruise to walk in and then Tom Cruise run out of the ring. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's very Listen, fast. You're never gonna see. I've this done coming. the research. I've done my strategy. I've worked with Craig Jackson. And <laughs> like, okay. Uh, by the way, He's gone. last week trivia contest yeah. winner Mallory Cook, who uh, had uh, a useful gift to point out that AOC's nickname is Alexandria Casio Ninta Pinta Santa Maria Cortez. So you're getting a free. Uh, free t-shirt, I think. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay. So we're going to be moving on and really glad to have my half-Asian lawyer, Bill Rissman, in here. Really glad we have James O'Keefe on the show and the actual oh, yeah. guy who uh, leaked the Pinterest story, too. Yeah. So That's pretty cool. Big, big, big A story. theme going on right now. Uh, it's been a really busy, obviously stressful couple of weeks, Bill. I really appreciate You know, he actually also has other clients, but lately... Not so much. I am the only one for him. <laughs> 
Uh, after weeks and weeks of, of Vox campaigning to get this show, you, the show you've chosen, banned, um, YouTube released its final statement saying that we're here to stay. Boom. Even leftist outlets, Vice, pretty definitively declared us the winner. Look, almost oh, yes. like Bieber wow. standing over the corpse of Tom Cruise. <laughs> And, uh, Come on, Tom would win. Thank yes. you. Tom would win. Can everyone here thank say, you, baby. everyone yes. say thank you to Woo. everyone out there who's been yeah. watching. You need to say thank you yeah. too, have Haitian pill. Thank you. Right. <laughs> They're paying your lawyer fees. He's gotten tired of me because he's been spending too much time with me. Well, and you make him dress up most of the time. It's true, I do. <laughs> no, no, this is my outfit. Half of our I, calls I are, here. I am not wearing that, Steven. Yeah. I am not wearing that. Yeah, that's And then true. he gets your fine, I don't know why he sounds like Tom Cruise now. I am not wearing that. Do you understand me? The pride swallowing siege that is being your legal attorney. <laughs> being your legal counsel. Come on. All right, <laughs> help me help you. You were hanging on by a very thin thread, Bill Richmond. And I, so I say that about you. Yes. Uh, <laughs> thank you. And here's something that is really, I, we right here, this is the first channel to face this kind of a wave yeah. Yeah. from big tech, from big media companies. Yeah. I mean, you don't get much bigger than NBC Universal. No. And of course, they're buddies at the New York Times and they're buddies at Vice and Disney. So yeah. NBC Universal, Disney, New York Times, CNN, we faced it with you not deplatformed. Oh, yeah. That's, I think this is the first time that's actually happened. Usually it's a domino effect. Conservatives, they get banned on Twitter, and then immediately Facebook and YouTube follow because yeah. Yeah. There's, there's no coercion. There's no... no, there's no, no Facebook tried. They, they removed about? some of our videos, but they we tried. Have, that's true. No, no collusion. We, we need to have We Are the Champions queued up you know, for this. This would be... Yeah, yeah, it right would be nice. Right now. I only that's hit, okay. No, I can't. So I think in that sense, we certainly won this battle, but there's still a major war right now against big tech. The censors, the corporate censorship. And we want to at least hopefully provide some tips with people going forward. Like, actually, you just mentioned, I think we have an overlay. Facebook did actually remove our banner and gave our page... They removed the apology video, the comedy apology video. And they hit us as a clickbait page. So, Half Asian Bill Richmond, I think you have some phone calls to make. But... I, what I do want to um, focus on here is this is this is no longer the time for complaining. Right. It is time for everybody out there to get active. And we we often talk about this. You know, you watch John Oliver, you watch Samantha B. They just bitch about things. Yeah. They don't often offer solutions. So hopefully we have some tips that might help you. Um, let's start off with this. Susan Wojcicki, you met her there, uh, Half Asian Bill. I did. Oh, That's I just put did. him in the hot seat. I think he was trying to take his hat off. I was. I was right, going to take your hat I'm off. Take the hat off. So yeah, Susan Wojcicki actually uh, she provided a lengthy interview. At uh, should note Vox's Recode conference, yeah. <laughs> where that's, that's notable. It's a subsidiary of Vox. It's, People should know yeah, that because exactly. it makes it that much sweeter. <laughs> it's a Vox interviewer in a Vox crowd, and even then she's like, mm, yeah. "No, can we, can, we, can we at least just point out the 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 irony of her being willing to appear at Vox's conference to yeah. answer questions in public about this situation, right. but refusing to." Even send us back an yeah. email. I mean, don't wouldn't we say that since this is the and they she talked about it, this is probably the biggest case that's occurred at YouTube. Oh yeah. Wouldn't you think a return call would be warranted? <laughs> something. You're not you that bad something. a guy. Just Someone something. reach a smoke out. Signal, something. Anything. Anything at all Carrier to have pigeon. Asian lawyer Bill Richmond. And by the way, we are going to remove those two videos that were claimed violations and simply uh, put the uh, socialisms for figs uh, videos that even have that behind the paywall. That'll be yep. done by Tuesday. Right. Yeah. Because those were the only complaints we officially got. Fine. Um, anyway, she talked at this recode conference yeah. where she discusses uh, the policies at length. Here's the first step that I think everyone needs to take. So I'm going to provide you a couple of steps in fighting this war because a lot yeah. of you will say, well, what can we do outside of, of course, joining Mug Club and supporting us? But that's that's not enough. You need to support people at large. Yeah. The first thing everyone needs to do here, okay, is expand your mind. Think bigger. Let me provide this clip and then explain. We need to enforce those policies consistently um, because if we were not to 
enforce it consistently. What would happen is there would be literally millions of other people saying, well, what about this video? What about this video? What about this video? Like they are. And why aren't all yeah. of these videos coming down? And if you look at um, the content on, on the internet and you look at rap songs, you look at yeah. late night talks, you look at um, yeah. a lot of Perfect. humor, you can find a lot of, um, of, of racial slurs that are in there or sexist comments. By the way, you know how you know someone's huh. not funny when they use the word humor? <laughs> it is humor's humor. Where's your sense of humor? Um, you know, they actually add an extra OU in there, too, just to appease oh, the British. Yeah, well, the Canadians, that's how we spell yeah. it, along with color. So yeah. you, you, this is something that people wrong. need to understand. It's not about conservatives anymore. Sooner or later, it's going to hit the content that everyone loves. That's why yes. I say think yeah. bigger. Exactly. What Jitsky there, she addresses how late night rap videos would have to come down <laughs> if, the cha if our channel was removed. And yeah. that's been our talking point, yes. by the way. Yeah. yeah. If you've ever read the rap lyrics to a song, we couldn't read them out loud. And how, nope. does, how does that relate, Bill, as far as like a precedent on a on a platform like this? Can they just say, well, it doesn't matter. We can let Nicki Minaj say this, but right. we can't say it if you're a comedian. We can let Trevor Noah say it. We can let Stephen Colbert say it, but you can't if you have the wrong point of view. Well, it, 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 one, it introduces just a very blatant inconsistency, right? It, right? it makes a question for every single creator. If you want to create edgy art, an edgy song, something that may not necessarily fit within the mainstream, yeah. no matter whether it's quote-unquote, on the left or the right, when we all know that there's much more diverse t points of view than just the left or the right. And here, they're essentially saying, well, you know, she kind of gets it half right. She says, we're not going to take this down because we'd have to take a lot less down or a lot more down. Right. And so we yeah. want to err on the side of letting people say these things. But then on the other side, they're saying, but you know what, we're going to go ahead and just hit them in the pocketbook. But I can yeah, almost yeah. guarantee you that Cardi B's channel is not demonetized right yeah. now. I would imagine. Uh, probably. I don't know who that is, but I'll act it. like I do. <laughs> I assume she's a person of color, correct? No. Um, no? no? How dare you? Mm, no? Yes. Actually, yeah, no. it's very oh, ambiguous. Okay, I have no yeah. idea. You can no. either see it the color I'm or I'm still not sure about Iggy Azalea. I don't know. Well, I only yeah. know her from the, the, the Samsung Galaxy ads that I would see before the movie, and I thought, this is a joke song, right? Apparently, she's a real person. Oh, she is. Iggy Azalea. That's the state of music. There's only one Iggy, and it's pop, and he's Boom. riddled with hepatitis C. Oh. Um, that can't be cured. Here's the thing. This is why I say think bigger. It's, it, it's not enough to just say, it's, this is unfair to censor conservatives. Leftists right. and centrists won't care. Right? We have to remind people now that sooner or later, this is going to affect the content they enjoy. Entertainment, music, comedy, all of it. We've pointed out this before, that if, if YouTube was going to enforce its own rules, they'd have to take down YouTubers that Vox has promoted on their own channel. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. This is said, not just edgy stuff. Said horrible stuff. This is something that I think conservatives need to understand. Don't make it a victim complex about yourself. Right. This, especially at this point, there have been so many non non policy wonks, people who are completely apolitical, who are now starting to see that it can affect all of them. Focus on that now. Don't just say, oh, they're censoring conservatives. Yeah. It's bigger than that. They are going to be censoring and removing material that everyone enjoys, regardless of political affiliation, because of 2% of population Earth. Yeah, exactly. And if you have a problem with something that's said in a, in a song, in a late night show, in somebody's video, whatever it may be, What's better for you to be able to just say, you know what, my world only needs to consist of things that don't have any chance of offending me or making me uncomfortable or to just be prepared for that. It's like raising a kid. Do you want to raise a kid prepared right. to go out into the world or yeah. do you want to raise a kid that's protected from every possible danger and, out there? And these it's are not the same possible. people who complain about radicalization. Like when people get yeah, radicalized yeah. online, what, 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 what? <laughs> how could you possibly get more radicalized right? than if you removed everyone who could combat radicalizing speech?
Exactly, yeah. right? Yeah. By the way, I think radicalization kind of takes place when you jail people for using biologically proper pronouns. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Call me old-fashioned. I, I think <laughs> when you pull a nine-year-old out and say that they're gay and put them in a gay pride parade and let them it's dance worked. suggestively, uh, I, that might be radicalization mm. to me. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, but you're not a father yet, so who cares? <laughs> the next step... <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Karma, your son's gonna come out to drag story time. Listen, Chief. I'm sorry. I hope he doesn't. <laughs> no, I know. I hope he does. Uh, Won't have <laughs> The next step. You jerk! <laughs> the next step is um, when the left goes so crazy far left, be ready to combat them. But here's something that we did this week, and I yep. hope a lot more people do. Give them rope. We're suspending monetization. Meaning we're not going to run ads against your stuff if you still want to sell racist Keep coffee mind, mugs or whatever. Keep that moderator posted the Vox guy. Right. That's your yep. business, but we're not going to help racist you. Racist coffee mugs. We're not going to put an ad in front of your stuff. We don't understand why you made the decision you made. Watch, this There's gets great. Transparency. We can't figure mm -hmm. out what rules he did or didn't break. Didn't. By the way, it seems clear that he did break these rules. You no. started off <laughs> with an no. apology to Wrong. the LGBTQ community, but then you also said that you were involved and that you Is think that YouTube made the right call. A lot of people don't really feel like Way that's an tall. apology and are concerned. <laughs> are you really sorry for anything to the LGBTQ community, <sighs> or are you just sorry that they were offended? From a policy standpoint, we need to be consistent because if we, look, if we took down that content, there would be so many other, so much other oh. content that we would need to take down. <laughs> What I love here is Wojcicki, is, mm. she's forced to defend herself against a tr trans male to female, both beautiful and brave. <laughs> yeah. Right. But beautiful and brave, but you, you didn't even bother to put on makeup. <laughs> I mean, Z just, just tossed on Rivers Cuomo glasses, a muumuu, and little. called it a day. <laughs> I mean, just, there's barely passables as a term in the here. transgender community, barely passables. You're barely trying. <laughs> but I think that it's perfect that this is the person who asked yes. Susan Wojcicki, uh, about us, right? Yeah. This is the type of person who wants mainstream conservatives completely gone, right? She has to answer. If you look at the people who ask these questions at this conference, yeah. it's people like that, a male to female transgender in a muumuu with Rivers Cuomo, who very much looks like a man. It's 2% yeah. of population Earth. Yep. Less than that, if you look at the really radical activists, yeah. and Susan Wojcicki is at this point, is being forced to apologize. And, and the Vox host realizes that he can't win here, so he just starts smearing us with lies like our mugs are racist. Or, <laughs> How yeah, is that even okay. possible? Or he claims that we broke the rules you know this, the only statement YouTube ever actually, they repeatedly and formally stated that we did not violate yeah. guidelines. That's correct. They did a thorough review. They pulled thousands of people, apparently, to review thousands thorough. of hours of videos, and they came to the conclusion publicly on Carlos Moss's YouTube feed, or Twitter feed that there wasn't a, a violation of the community guidelines. It sounds like racism. <laughs> and by the way, we, we found out when you found out. I think a lot Apparently of people, our email doesn't work. Like this yeah. has kind of happened one time when we, when we uh, infiltrated Antifa. We did that sting at, at, uh, in Utah and yeah. one of them ended up being arrested. And we were dealing with some authorities, people at, I don't know if we're allowed to say what branch yeah. of government there, but uh, yeah. we said, well, this is what we did and this is how we kind of kept track of them. But I'm sure you guys have you know, better tools than that. And he said, no. Not really. <laughs> He's like, you were the one who Tax got this dollars, person arrested uh, by the, the the illegal weaponry. So that's kind of here. Like, I think oh people gosh. would assume that you have a more open line of communication, that we, we're privy to, to some info that you aren't. No. Yeah. No. Well, and, and no. the thing that kind of pisses me off, no. too, here, just, just pointing out this clip, she didn't push back on the racist mugs or anything yeah, like that. Yeah, she just that. let it go. I, and now I'm, I'm surprised by how honest she was in saying, like, if we pull this down, we have to pull that down. That, that's kind of a surprising response for me. I'll be very honest. I, I yeah. thought she would just completely kowtow to these people. But she didn't hit back at that at all. And he obviously broke standards. She didn't go, well, no, we found it. Like, 
correct the narrative. I think Truth she just matters. wanted. I, honestly, I think she. You spent time with her. She wanted to get out right? of there. What was your interpretation <laughs> well, of 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 and, and having spent time with her at that sort of summit? Well, so you know, not only her but other folks at YouTube. I mean, they're they're an organization that has. They understand. I, I really do believe that they that they intellectually understand the position that you and that others. Again, not just on the right, but people who are. First Amendment and free speech, and even yeah. just set the rules out on social media kind of people. Um, and, that, and that's both people on the left and the right. But here in this one, I think, is a highlight of an example of where she's basically saying, think about what you're asking and realize yeah. that you don't even know right. what the consequences are of saying we are going to be the offense police. Right. I, yeah. I think that's a good point. I think that's why this is a positive moment in the censorship world, yeah. because the left is finally realizing there's a limit to how far they can push things. Yeah. Yeah. Even left-wing people, admittedly so, more progressive like Wojcicki, they know that they can't keep going this way. And when the far left makes a hard left turn, I guess at that point, it's yeah. I don't even know if they're pulling a Yui. I don't know how you would describe it. <laughs> they run faster left? But give them enough rope to hang themselves. Here's yeah. what I'm saying. We were, and you, the, and thank you so much. This is not, this is not just us, but everyone out there with the channel. Yeah. We were never going to convince Vox or NBC or Disney. Our war is not with Vox. Our yeah. goal is to showcase the insanity of people like Vox and the far left to everybody else. And to do that, we need to say, hey, Vox, you do you, sweetheart, and let the cameras <laughs> and the good times roll. Exactly. Please keep the cameras rolling because it produces great films. So uh, Jordan Peterson talks about this, this kind of this thing with free speech is that if you let all of these ideas come out into the open, we get to we get to look at those ideas and see which ones are good and which ones are bad as a society and go, these are really bad ideas, right? Hitler, right. his ideas, really, really bad ideas. I don't know why people are still trying to go back to those socialist, the Marxist ideas, whatever. The only thing right. Hitler ever did right was <laughs> Hugo Boss designed those uniforms. They did actually right? design those. And I'm not yeah. at all condoning everything. No. Bad stuff. Bad, bad, bad. But the uniforms, can we all say pretty sharp? Yeah, pretty sharp. Okay. Yeah, but, so, but bad that ideas. Gives, that gives us society. Nice, style. A, a nice seamstressing. <laughs> Is this gonna get us banned? <laughs> yep. Oh, it's already it's already been. That's done. the one. Yep. That's the yeah. one. You can't tell the difference between that spiffy jacket that half Asian Bill Richmond's wearing and a Nazi general. It That's was true. it was also That's wildly true. impractical. They looked like they were walking out in an Esquire ad. <laughs> okay, but bad stuff. Just want to make sure we're not condoning Hitler very in bad, any way. Disavow. We're very not bad. saying Disavow. Hitler. If he just wanted to make Germany great, that would have been fine. No, no, no. Everything about Hitler. Not a big fan. Yeah. Nothing. The yeah, only thing bad. we're saying: Hugo Boss. Designed good clothing back then and and today, his company, right? <laughs> it yeah. stood the test of time. Yeah, oh it looks gosh. great at the back of Macy's. <laughs> yes. silver, silver lining. <laughs> Where you shop daily. All right. Yeah, right. of course. Your that, point there, Gerald. The, the whole point is that we need ideas to be out in public so we can grab a hold of the good ones and we can get rid of the bad ones. Yes. Yeah. Right? And that's that's the whole principle behind free speech. It allows us to go through this process process and grow as a society. Well, I also think that brings us to step number three. That's why it's super, very important, is uh, bringing awareness, or at least if you're not already aware, you need to make yourself aware, and then bringing as much awareness as possible, uh, as you can to as many people as possible, yeah. to the most subversive form of censorship, the invisible censorship yeah. that occurs here. They talk about it. We actually have just just made changes to our um, recommendation algorithms as well um, algorithms. for not violative yeah. content, but borderline content. And we it's announced a, that we've seen a 50% reduction in the views coming from recommendations from that. It's just a guy named Al who really likes Gloria Estefan. <laughs> and cats. It's going to get you. It's the filters. <laughs>
I was gonna get you. So here is rhythm's gonna get you. Oh my God! All I right, got it. I'm out here it. without yeah, a net. I yeah. feel like in uh, I feel like uh, Chris O'Donnell in Batman and Robin when you see his parents die as trapeze oh, artists and there's no net. You you're like, why did they put a net? Yeah, that would have been easy. That's the whole. Thank you, Frenchman. That is the whole. Here's a completely. Oh, sorry, sorry, spoilers. What is a 20 year old movie and it's a spoiler? I was gonna watch that this week. It's in my queue. All right. It was in my blockbuster queue. I mean, I just kept watching. Constantine over and over. I'm on a Joel Schumacher <laughs> kick. Oh, there you go. <laughs> All right. So here's an, a completely arbitrary principle, borderline content that's listed nowhere in the terms of service, and yeah. the violations are punished in a completely unnoticeable yeah. way. Right. Your channel completely isn't banned, arbitrary. demonetized. It's just muffled so that it can essentially cut your views in half yeah. or down to 10. It's an invisible rule, invisible punishment of that rule. And, Bill, this is something we've been going back and forth with them, asking, like, is this happening with our channel? And as far as uh, we understand, they said nothing like that, right? No, no, they've confirmed in two separate communications that that has not occurred. That that has not occurred. But despite, they, all, well, they despite, say. despite say. what is very clear evidence from the data, the views, the analytics that come through, that that has happened. Well, oh, I don't want to put yeah. you in the hot seat and making any legal declarations here, but uh, notifications, by the way, everyone out there knows, they didn't work for weeks. Oh, yeah. Right? And there's that, a reason we had to talk about them. And <laughs> like I can say this, right? we weeks. were told your notifications are fine. Yeah. yeah. And they That's said right. if your notifications may not work. This is what YouTube told us. Your notifications <laughs> may not work if you upload more than three pieces of content per day. Uh, well, we don't, but notifications <laughs> weren't working anyway. Yep. Yeah. But every single person here had notifications set for our live streams. Yeah. They didn't work for about, what, five weeks? Five weeks. But yeah. we all had notifications set for the Young Turks at the same time where they were uploading six, seven, yeah. eight pieces of content. Ding, 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 <laughs> is there maybe no, pornography there a thing? There I have no idea. No, there are none of them left. Thanks, Jake. <laughs> but look, this this actually this is even worse because it just makes you think you suck too, right? All of a sudden, you go from having some success and you're prosperous and your videos that. are getting looked at. I know you don't think you suck, but <laughs> but like think about it. If you go from like you're building a channel and you're getting fifty thousand plays on a video, right, and that's like right. successful, and then yeah. you get to a hundred thousand, all of a sudden you start creeping back down towards fifty. You're like, ah, oh, my content just sucks. No, no, right. you're being that throttled. Is a, that is a problem. Right? That's also you have by no the way. Idea. That's also just a, a, on a, a philosophical side. Do not place all of your identity in your views. We really mm -hmm. do try and place much more pride in the quality of work that we put out. I mean, the intro with Quarter Black Hair today. I mean, it's just you know yes. unbelievable. He did a great job and yes. you did a great job as well I, don't know what you're but I think about. we're going to see more of this kind of censorship <laughs> because it goes unnoticed therefore it. it has less possibility of bad publicity for YouTube right right there are the legal arguments there yeah. are the legal battles that YouTube's going to have to fight it's course, on some yeah. level and then there's the PR battle and this is one that's a lot easier because people never really know which by the way please hit the notification bell if you're subscribed because subscriptions don't necessarily mean anything join it I, of course mug club is the best place to support yeah. us you get all kinds of content that you don't get on any other social media yeah. subscribe on iTunes and you know yep. what Please just bookmark this channel and check it. We upload a, a new video every single day. Yeah. Every single day. Yeah. Weekdays yeah. at 8 o'clock at night. Is it 8 o'clock? 9 o'clock. 9 o'clock Eastern at night? Yeah. 8, eight 9... Yeah, nine Eastern, zones, nine Eastern, nine Eastern time at night, zones are tough, and then right? uh, yeah. I think around wow. noon yeah. on Saturday. Yeah. So just please bookmark the page and check back because we may lose touch with you. Yeah. So how do you fight it, right? How does everyone fight? Don't let this go unnoticed. Right. Be on the watch for yeah. it. Call YouTube on it when they do it. Call Facebook. Call Twitter on it when they do it. If you run a channel, okay, make a stink out there when this happens. Yeah. Get legal counsel. Press YouTube to disclose why yeah. they've determined your content is borderline. Or at all, the very first step is to get a classification. Because at least with us, right, but we, we, we know, well, they've yeah. told us it's not borderline. Yeah, right.
Now, if that's not the case, you have some splaining to do. <laughs> no more operating in the dark. Yeah. Don't let them operate in the dark. Sound the alarm. That's yeah. the whole point here. Yeah, and you, it, it's almost like this industry needs an advocate that you can report to, somebody that you can go to and say, hey, this is what's going on that can get the word out. And I don't know if that's if that's tweeting to to you guys or if it's somebody else, but I know that there's there's a lot of people Half that don't have... Bill Richmond yeah, exactly. He's not the hero that this YouTube needs, but the one it deserves. <laughs> Is that it? So, Needs? I don't know. Sorry. I, 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 I think it, it works That's that close. way. Yeah. But it, we need I'm some. We need some YouTube method zero. for somebody who's got fifty thousand followers, or somebody who's got twenty thousand followers out there who's doing stuff like this. Yeah. Like they're not. They don't have the reach that we do. Right. right? They don't have the mug club support yeah, that we do. Right. That's why if everyone Richmond, just you know. Give, uh, uh, let me just jump in real quick. I mean, yeah. here's here's part of the thing that's going to be very point. To the point is is making noise works. It does. I mean, essentially, yeah. if you if if noise is made enough, we've seen that uh, over the weekend. They did a review of your videos, and it, that wasn't what caused you to be demonetized. It was the outcry after there was no punishment. Right. After it was declared that you hadn't violated the guidelines, is when they then said, "Wait a minute, enough people are bitching right now. We should go ahead and demonetize him." Yeah. And now right. the kind of the backstory is, well, we should have just done it all in well one fell swoop, which doesn't even make sense because of the fact <laughs> we should screwed up. They've faster. already done manually. Yeah. <laughs> they've already done manual reviews yeah. of videos the, right. the examples that they gave us of violations are videos from a year two three four years ago yeah and yeah. so all of that says when you want to bring it to light you've got to make noise and make noise in the right way we're not saying you know go you know break break and enter no. or trespass or any of that we're saying make Don't noise by saying by sending in messages yeah um by tweeting i mean obviously carlos mazo was able to make a whole kerfuffle out of just sending one tweet <laughs> yeah one tweet to youtube and got right. a response and yeah. if all these other creators are also asking for the same thing and asking for the kind of answers, then that means that the creators who ever get in the situation by, by the way, we're proves, in will get answers. It also proves the point that we were making originally. I don't want to talk about Carlos Maza a whole lot, but yeah. Brave and Beautiful happens to be attracted to members of the same sex of Latino origin. Uh, but what I, when we go back to those videos, I was saying, listen, I really don't think these videos are very good. I don't think they're of good quality. Yeah. I don't think they would pass them. I, I don't think they would work if not for this man hiding behind the identity, which he did, of yeah. being gay. That was the criticism that I made. That was and the you first see that said, there's a gay yeah. bully pulpit when YouTube immediately right. responds to someone on Twitter. They never right. respond to us. Responds to someone they, when they say, I'm upset because I'm LGBTQ. Yeah. Of course there's an advantage to it. That's why you have people who fake it. Yeah. Literally, you have people, yeah. biracial people, transgender yeah. people who are doing it just to get a leg up. This happens. Not all people. It's a very small percentage. But of course, that criticism was valid. And by the way, thank you for being my commercial. People out there that have yeah. been sending, some people yeah, are going, great. look at this <laughs> apology video that Stephen is. You can tell he's not sorry. I'm like, eh, ka-ching, 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 ka -ching. <laughs> No, no, no. That's no ka-ching because it's, no, it's demonetized. Well, it's, true, well, it's, it's, it's a it's mud club. Thank you, ka-ching. Yeah. And then uh, exactly. something else to someone, I, I was like, what would be the worst thing they could possibly pull? And someone pulled it, and it was on Twitter, and it was a uh, cultural appropriation month, and it was me and the old Mickey Rooney Asian uh, costume one. Me so sorry! And I was oh sitting gosh. there about pissed myself laughing. I'm like, these are mainstream outlets covering this silly crap. That they want this to be the next civil war? That's why that we I, do I it. Did an, I did an outfit from a from a mediocre, overrated film. You can comment below. I don't think Breakfast at Tiffany's was that good. From 40 years ago? Look, as the person who coached you on your accent there, I'm I'm offended that they're offended. Okay? Yes. I mean, we really went for authenticity. Did, we yes. went for just yes. really making sure respect. that it was respectful. Respect. Right. It's not respectful.
It, Nothing about the show is respectful. No, <laughs> least of all to ourselves. It's comedy. Least of all Come to on. ourselves. All right. Step four. Uh, this is something I think everyone needs to be really clear on. Yeah. We're not looking for. Regu- don't start pushing right away for expansive regulation. No. The step that everyone needs to take here, and this is again in making your voices heard, push these companies to declare publicly if they are a private publisher or a public platform. Here you see them talking about it. And YouTube deals with a lot of different cases. So we deal with you know, entertainment, music. Like, why should we say some, like some people can, new musicians or old musicians, like why would we want to close something like that? But there is a world, right, where people make those decisions all the time. I mean, the traditional media does this. You, the New York Times. Let me say that like it's a good thing. Yeah. Traditional media? Right. Everyone loves that, right? Well, those old guys, right? Let's, let's distribute this. You guys. So Paul Krugman? That they're make, publishers. Again, make me just fundamentally he thinks that they're publishers. running a platform with two billion people on it. I don't know what's happening on it. So, yeah, this is, they're, com- Vox, again, Vox running the conference, yes. completely yeah. up front. Don't forget. They want control. Yeah. This is what, they want a digital world, which retur- it returns us to mainstream media-styled old world yes. where powerful people decide what is news, which, by the way, that was the catalyst for all of this recent, well, the catalyst was obviously LGBTQ right. month and everyone trying right. to put out a hit yeah. piece because they want to get rid of competition. Mm-hmm. But it, the springboard was us criticizing the most recent Vox video in which they declared journalism's job to be a gatekeeper. Yeah, exactly. Journalists sorting through what's important and what's just partisan bullshit. This is called gatekeeping. I thought you were going to say it's called things journalists do. Political <laughs> operatives can spin whatever talking points they want. Yeah, R- ultimately, not it's important. the journalists who decide it's what's newsworthy enough to pay attention to. But that is in an ideal world. Now think about this. Right. That guy considers himself a journalist. Yes. The, yeah. the most important thing that I do is decide what information you get. Like <laughs> Steven Crowder is a homophobic Nazi who should be milkshaked. <laughs> I had several stories on my desk, right, about the Iran nuclear deal, about the Arab Spring, but I just thought milkshaking Steven Crowder. Crap. Yeah. Did I, am I going to get trouble for using the list? But it wasn't him. That wasn't him. That oh, was that his, that was, that that was his, his stand-in. Beautiful and brave Latino origin. Somebody People else. like Vox, CNN, HuffPo, they don't think that any of you should have a voice. Yeah. They do. They not only see themselves as elite, they think that it's a requirement to yeah, be yeah. elite. They see. They know better than you. You're the peasant. You're just a blogger. They should decide whether people get to hear what you have to say at all. And this is something, too, I think that happened this week. The big, big media, they're so... Yeah, you were about to say something there, Half Asian. I was going to say what I find ironic about you referring to the old media is when you would watch old media, you would never have any sources. You would very rarely have any yeah. kind of people talking. Would just you would just kind of talk about and say some facts, and then you had nowhere else to go check it. And but Phil Donnie would <laughs> himself. That's... that's <laughs> <laughs> But that's what Vox wants, right? <laughs> Notice one of your biggest critiques of the Vox strike-through videos is there are no sources. These facts don't seem to be discoverable anywhere on the internet right. or yeah. in any other kind of library or sources of good information. But it's just, hey, facts. I'm going to say it and just trust me. Right. That is right. a harken back to old media days right. when it's like you can't challenge things, you can't yeah. have a voice, that basically saying the audience is incapable of sorting through. And yes, yeah. some people refuse to do the work and some of people course. are too dumb to yeah. do that. But the main point is that everyone should give the opportunity to sort it through. Yes, of course. This should be given the opportunity. It shouldn't be determined by a back room of people at Vox who want to ask questions to Susan Wojcicki and Moomoo's to get people banned. Here's the thing. Right. The old media, too, they're so used to being the the, the, the Hulk, right, this, this yeah. in the room, smashing everything. 
But now, this is, they just smashed everyone before. They wanted them deplatformed, boom, gone. But now because of us and you having made us the biggest uh, right-leaning channel and that YouTube now has to acknowledge us, they've just been bulldozing yep. and smashing everything. This is the first time we've essentially, all of us, you, the viewers, the support you've given us, we're essentially the rock that they're breaking themselves against. And that's what I think is so exciting right now. That's why this is a different yeah. time. Yeah, absolutely. And and you, you guys have already made this point. Like going, th this was supposed to break the old ways. We're supposed to use this new media stuff to try and get truth out to people and things that meant something. And, and the reason that they're coming back is because if you control the information, it, that that's power. If you control what yeah. people can hear and can't hear, what, what narratives they can hear, what people they can support, that is absolute power. And it's Pandora's box because it, like she's starting to realize, like, guys, you don't understand what you're asking. You're asking me to do something that we can't then control. Because somebody will run with it in a direction. Because when you control like. YouTube, you control <laughs> information. Exactly. That's exactly right. But <laughs> it's that true. Reference. You know, but yeah, people I watching. Uh, okay, step five. This is another thing. Very important. More important than ever. Not just to talk about the colloquialism of, of fake news. Mm -hmm. It's yeah. really important for you now. Everyone who has, everyone has an outlet, at least for right now. Yeah. Point out fake news collusion wherever you find it. I'm going to let two more because I want to have Ina go and I want to ask. This was supposed to be over, the by the way. I just ask a question because he wrote a really good story this weekend. Hi. Um, the story that Peter mentioned was about uh, radicalization oh, and a 21-year-old um, man who Compelling says that YouTube helped. Yeah, the one that said uh, Philip DeFranco was a neo-Nazi, right? right? Yeah, that was recommendations. You talking about the one that had Milton Friedman right next to Philip DeFranco <laughs> and Lauren Southern? Right. Mm. Yeah. Mm. See, right. the Vox host here. The Vox host breaks his own rule. Excuse me, sir. <laughs> you're breaking your own law. <laughs> I've been bamboozled. Everyone, get one out. Who's the Burgermeister Meister Burger from? Uh, <laughs> breaks his own rules and made sure that this guy from the New York Times got to ask a question because yeah, he wrote yeah. a bogus story about Horrid. radicalization. He, the, the conference is over, but he says, I'm going to make sure you really had a great story this week. Yeah. That's what he wants. He wants yeah. all of YouTube, Twitter, Facebook to be him saying, no, 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 those are the rules, but hey, New York Times... You get the fast lane. Yeah. These media companies, they work together to push and amplify false narratives. And this is what's so important. YouTube announced last week that they were designing new policies to help news flourish. They were going to be working, yeah. surprise, surprise, Vox Media, to develop the features <laughs> which include directing people to quote more authoritative sources for news. Mm -hmm. Right? I think we have an overlay from this right yeah. here from YouTube. So what? Authoritative sources like CNN, Washington Post, NBC, Newsweek, they pushed the new Russia collusion narrative, <laughs> Jesse Smollett hate hoax, the Covington kids smear. This is, they say it's authoritative. Why is it authoritative? Because we said so. Okay, but why did you say so? Because they're authoritative. Well, I, I am just, very confused. I, you should be. Give us your money, more money, please. <laughs> yeah, and vote the way that we want you to vote. Buy the things yeah. that we want you to buy and think things are hateful that we want you to think. Truth matters a lot, right? And so when we find, you and I have done this many, many, many times. When Trump says something that's untrue, we call him on it, right? It happens a lot more on the left right now. You get the fake news stuff from the left. But right. guys, everybody out there, when you see somebody who's not, it, it's not truthful, don't be selective in correcting. Truth really does matter because that's how somebody who's in the middle, somebody who doesn't have a political opinion, yeah. that's how they're going to go, you know what? You guys are honest about what yeah. you're saying. Okay, you, you care about truth on both sides. I have to toss to the Frenchman with the baguette bomb <laughs> <laughs> and then to my half-Asian lawyer before well, we go. So what, uh, kind of to back, get off of your point there, uh, Truth matters so much because it crafts our reality. Yeah. So right. the only way that we know how things are going on in the rest of the world is because people told us how that is. So truth matters that much because it 
it creates. Well, they don't believe that. They don't believe that truth crafts reality. They believe people's perception crafts reality. They want to craft. But Bill, does does, does your antenna go up when they say we're going to create new algorithm based on this arbitrary rules borderline and direct people toward authoritative sources, which isn't really outlined? Legally, I mean, what do you do with that? Let's say if you're you're arguing against it. The legal term is consistency. They are consistently deciding on terms that are vague and ambiguous that are not explained and where you can get maybe a couple of paragraphs, but n- nothing clear. So if you look, it's it's a vague rule built on another vague rule built on another vague rule. Here's the definition of you know this policy, but then we're going to decide borderline. And what borderline is, we're not going to be very clear, but you know we yeah. all kind of know when we see it, right? But then on top of that, we're going to you know decide what's borderline based on authoritative sources. But you know what's authoritative yeah. and how we decided that, we're not going to be very clear. All of that says there are no rules. The goalposts are moving. Good luck. Every right. creator yeah. in every sphere. They don't stop moving. Good luck. While they still yeah. benefit from some of these uh, protections, protections as a platform. Yeah. So, so, by the way, in that last clip, what we saw was an authoritative source pointing to another authoritative yeah. source yeah. and saying everything this guy wrote a Vox was source absolutely pointing correct. Pointing to a New York Times yeah. source right? who already admitted that a lot of his stuff was, was not correct. Absolutely <laughs> false. Yeah. <laughs> like, Listen, on. by the way, we don't That's get everything right here. We don't get everything right. But pushing a verifiably fake news story absent any sources for years attacking the president. What does it take to be kicked out of the authoritative club? And yeah. this is, you know, all of these steps here. Give them enough rope. Showcase the, the censorship when it happens uh, by omission, right? Make sure you point out fake news. Make sure you're no longer complaining. Think bigger. We can't just bitch about this anymore. We have to start aggressively uh, looking for information, demanding information from social media campaigns. Things like the Vox adpocalypse. When they're on the verge of making these huge policy decisions, we have to push back when people are banned, yeah. which we've been doing. But we have to do a lot more. Because people are going to listen. Why? Because our predictions have come true. All of yeah. yours and all of everything that we said would come true this week has come true. When Alex Jones was banned, uh, someone on the right said, well, uh, you know what? Just don't make Sandy Hook conspiracy videos and you'll be fine. They were wrong. It wasn't about that. <laughs> yeah. Whether you agree with some of the stuff he said or not, it doesn't. that's not what it was about. We have to be pushing for solutions. Here's a solution for, for, for me, okay? How about this? Why not push for YouTube, while we're talking about demonetization, to create an advertiser category for companies who would want to advertise with a highly engaged, mm. right-leaning audience? Preach. They'd That'd be lining up sense, yeah. 18 to 40-year-old men who stay for 32 minutes on average per, per, per show. AT&T doesn't want to advertise with us? Fine. Walther does. Yeah. Chick-fil-A wants to. Yep. The NRA doesn't want to advertise on Jeffree Star's makeup tutorials. <laughs> this is a win-win-win. Yeah. But the problem is YouTube blocks out sponsors that they see as violating guidelines or may be hateful by their very guilt of being conservative. Sponsors yeah. get to be, fe- in, in my world, they get to be featured in the most relevant content. Gun-shy, cowardly sponsors, they needn't take part. YouTube wouldn't make more money. Yeah. They aren't maximizing profits by demonetizing every single channel right of Bernie Sanders. This is what's <laughs> happening right now. How about we just come up with some of these solutions where everyone can be happy? You're the most advanced tech company in the world. You can't make sure that the right company runs an ad on this video and that you're not seeing an ad for, I don't know, Smith & Wesson on the latest transgender makeup tutorial? Are you kidding me? Where are you spending your money? How big are your offices? Oh my gosh. I don't, what, what's... What's that? Hey, Crowder, I just saw what you said about our Tumblr, our magnificent Tumblr, saying that it causes cancer. There is not a scintilla of evidence that it causes cancer, not a shred of evidence that it causes cancer. Aside from those three studies, there's nothing, nothing. I'm coming after you. I'm coming after you with all the legal resources at my disposal, you mother...
Pokemon Club is the best club on the internet. I pity the fool who drinks out of a tumbler. It'll give you cancer. Take it from me, Mr. T. Join at lateralcrowder.com slash mugclub. $99 annually, $69 for students in active military. Ah, tumbler nothing. United in diversity. These three words tell the story of a strength found in our different customs, cultures, and languages. From the solemn refugee camps of Sweden to the volatile no-go zones of Germany, all the way to the dreary UK, where its citizens are arrested for unpopular speech again and again. Here in the EU, you can leave your worries behind and let us make your decisions for you. From controlling what you say to how you think. So check your firearms at the door and embrace your defenseless courtship from our vibrant international community. Because if you don't, you're a racist. Welcome to Pure Arabia. Assalamu alaikum. I would never encourage. No, I'm not scared of milkshakes. I think someone who throws a milkshake is a pussy. As a transgender woman that's a man, I'm a transgender woman that's a man as well. Do you see the new interview with Sundar Pichai and that uh, space alien person where they admit they're censoring everybody? Did you see that? What the hell are you talking about? <laughs> I have joined Obama and Hillary, and I want him silenced! Officially endorsed by Google Security in a very real and legally binding way. Join up at louderwithcrowder.com slash mugclub and link arms with your brothers at Google Security today. I don't think I'd be allowed to dance in the countries that would wear this garb. I'm not entirely sure. Oh, ho, ho, uh, really? like, well, yeah, you guys can always dance. I you can, can do dance. whatever you want. Do you have any idea what goes on French television, like in the middle I of the not. day? I do not. No, I do not. <laughs> People have to. We had something called Bleu Nuit in Montreal, Quebec. That would is play it, like. Is it, it all blurred? No, it wasn't blurred oh, okay. at all. It was. It was. So, it was softcore pornography that would be on full display. Our billboards Great. would be illegal here in the United States. I don't know if it's the same thing in France, but I assume it is. Oh. Uh, which brings me into uh, <laughs> our next guest because it relates actually it to does. pornography. I'm not being titillating for titillating sakes. This is very important. You can follow, uh, of course, the main man here oh, yeah. on Twitter at James O'Keefe the third, and it's done like Rocky Ooh. three. Uh, ProjectVeritas.com is, of course, his his website where you can go and support him. He's the head of Project Veritas, and I want to make sure I have this correct. Uh, they recently released a video exposing Pinterest censoring pro-life, hmm. pro-Christian content on the website. They actually placed live action under its porn domain blacklist. Wow. Uh, some other stuff happened, of course, Twitter, something about Ben Shapiro being a white supremacist, but I want to make sure we stay, I know it sounds like that's a weird lead-in, want to yeah. make sure I have all of this right. So this info was given to James O'Keefe by a Pinterest employee uh, named Eric Cochran, who's since been fired, but yeah. is here with James today. Gentlemen, thank you for being here. Thank you for having us. Great to be here. Now, first, Eric, did you know this was a likely scenario? I thought it was maybe not likely, but I was still mentally prepared for it. Okay. I mean, big tech companies monitor lots of stuff. 
Yeah. Well, okay. Hopefully James has, uh, you know, some, some work for you over there, even if it's just intern stuff, right? James, you're going to take care of the guy. hundred percent. We're, we're very serious about this. I, 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 one of the most inspirational things I've ever seen is what Eric said to Tucker last night and to Project Veritas. He, he, he was willing to risk it all for a, a cause he believed in, and he wants other people to come forward. Yeah. That is inspiring. I saw uh, a spider monkey ride a unicycle once, and that made me inspired to try and learn how to ride a unicycle because I thought I, too, could do it. I couldn't. It didn't turn um, out well, not at all. So let me ask you, before we get... For, for, for anything I've missed, can you give us an overview as to what happened here, the investigative report concerning Pinterest and their censoring of pro-life Christian content? Because a lot of people will think this is too hard to believe, but it's been trending everywhere. I want to make sure you can explain it in your own words. Yeah, the biggest thing here is that... Pinterest added live action onto a porn domain block list. So that means that any links to Pinterest, uh, I mean, sorry, any links to live action on Pinterest wouldn't go through. You just, if you were a user, you just get a weird error message wow. that was like, oh, sorry, something went wrong. And you just think it was a fluke. You just think someone's wrong. But then here's the actual proof from the back end about why this was happening. Somebody classified it as porn. And then the biggest thing here is then after this story came out, they had to, they they doubled down. They they banned live action. They kept it on the porn. They kept liveaction.org on the porn domain block list, and they said that live action is misinformation and conspiracies. Hmm. And then of course on top of that, we also have the documents proving where they've uh, where they've added like Bible verses to the sensitive terms list, terms like right. Christian Easter, which then blocks uh, Christian terms and Bible terms from autocomplete, from your recommendations, from your search and home feed as well. Well, I, I guess what, what I'm sort of surprised by is, seems to me they should pick a lane. Is live action pornography or is it misinformation? Because that the two aren't one and the same. Did they answer for that? Yeah, and that's the key here. That's really the goal is to make them say publicly what they're thinking internally because they wouldn't ever tell anybody what they were doing. And that's why they added it to a porn domain block list. So nobody, so they didn't have to say publicly before this that they thought it was misinformation. Now they have to state explicitly to the public what they really believe, that they really believe that pro-life content is misinformation. But do they put all porn under misinformation? Or is it, it seems like porn is its own separate category. So they could have put live action under misinformation. Instead, they put it under porn. Yeah, and they could have added they could have added live action to what they call the sensitive terms list, which has a category for like hate speech and right. misinformation. But instead, they added uh, live action and a few other sites like like Zero Hedge and PJ Media to this porn domain block list. Specifically, I mean, it, it, as far as I could see, to hide this even internally. Uh, you know, in their defense, they could have confused Zero Hedge. I'll give them that one. Let me be clear here: YouTube also pulled your expose. Uh, of Pinterest, am I, am I? Did they give you a reason? Because you know we've been fighting YouTube for a while, and it kind of it kind of has been a big victory in that they haven't pulled our stuff. We just were demonetized, but we've just showcased earlier in this show Susan Wojcicki talking about this. But a lot of people have been experiencing what you're experiencing without any justification. What's the reason YouTube gave to you for pulling well, this Steve, expose? We, they, we did this 20 minute production. It was very well done. It was it was Eric in the shadows. This was on uh, Tuesday morning. Mm -hmm. And it was the documents. This is a very serious, straightforward report. I've never had a YouTube video taken down in the roughly 10 years that I've been doing the 100-plus investigations. And YouTube sent us an email. And the email said, after a close analysis, there's a privacy violation. 
And the thing in the video was from timestamp uh, 27 seconds at marker 340. Yeah. Was the actual smoking gun evidence of this woman, Megan McClellan, who's this Pinterest engineer. Yeah. It was, mm-hmm. it was the document that Eric gave me. And it shows Megan going into, and what was she doing? She was uh, posting. Uh, yeah, posting the, the live action. This was, this was where she was adding it to the foreign domain. So podcast. this was the actual smoking gun yeah. screenshot. And YouTube said, well, James, if you blur this 27 second part, we'll let you keep up the video. But Stephen, there's no, there's no recourse. I can't blur it because they took the video down. So right. they have yeah. us in this permanent limbo and like I say, it's like we're beyond Orwell. Now we're in this Kafka-esque nightmare where they're taking the very newsworthy smoking gun part out of the video to water down. Was or it censor. her face they wanted you to, to blur or the document? It, was, it wasn't It was anything personal addresses. It was just the name of the employee. And this is newsworthy information. This is right. without this information, there wouldn't be a story. Right. And they're asking us to blur, this is a 20 minute video, to blur oh, wow. the smoking gun document with the with the code of the employee putting live action on the porn list. Without that part of the story, Stephen, it isn't a story. Right. Yeah, I, that's, so, it'd be like with Watergate and saying like, well, hold on a second, Nixon's not a big fan of this, so you can <laughs> yeah. redo the story if you just don't have any of the leaked tapes or mention Nixon, because exactly right. he's any not really evidence. happy about yeah. it. Just don't mention Michael or Neverland Ranch, and you can release <laughs> this. Uh, didn't Twi- Twitter also suspended Project the Project Veritas account for how Twitter, long? Twitter suspended the Project Veritas tweet where this was the information in the video, they called Ben Shapiro a white supremacist on their Slack threads. And you might be thinking, well, that's just employees giving their opinion about it. That's also why I don't use Slack. It seems every time there's a leak, Uh, it comes from Slack. So we have a standing rule, like, no one use Slack. But Eric, you can speak to, it wasn't just their opinion. Yeah, it wasn't just their opinion because then we even saw they updated their sensitive terms list just three days after they were talking about that. They took action on this. This wasn't just some personal opinion of, of an employee. Yeah. Uh, even then, I mean, you know, everyone is entitled to an opinion, but when you say the most Jewish guy out there is a white supremacist, you're probably wrong. You know, at some <laughs> point we have to make a judgment. Um, so Twitter, Twitter suspended the Project Veritas account for reporting the fact right. that Ben Shapiro was put on a sensitive terms list inside a $12.7 billion tech company. Again, I don't I, I don't I think this is a watershed moment. I mean, Eric can speak to that better than I can in the history of journalism and big tech. Uh, these companies have made the decision that they're going to be uh, have an editorial agenda. And it's pretty amazing. to watch. Yeah, I want to say this. The reason that this is the first video ever that YouTube has censored from Project Veritas is because it hits the abortion industry. This hits the abortion issue because this is where all the big tech companies are ramping up. They're in protection mode of the abortion industry. You're going to see more and more pro-life censorship. And we need people inside these tech companies, pro-lifers exist in these tech companies, to come forward with what they've seen, come to Project Veritas, because this is the moment, this is the fight of their lives. And it, and it happens to be coinciding with, listen, it's been a watershed moment for us. You know, Vox, NBC has been going after us for a week. And, and we're the first channel that uh, there was an active attempt to deplatform 
and, and we weren't. Doesn't mean that it couldn't happen eventually, but they've gone on record saying it's not a violation of policies. Guys, we can't get rid of everybody. So hopefully we'll be able to make some headway with, with for you guys. Now, uh, not not to not to go to your friend, James O'Keefe. By the way, I can't get over how much you look like a young Matthew Modine. I just watched Pacific Heights the other night. That's, that's, that's James Andrew Breitbart. Andrew Breitbart, the first moment I met him 10 years ago, he's like, have you ever seen Vision Quest? Yeah, have you ever <laughs> seen Vision Quest? <laughs> so he, I didn't know what Vision Quest was, but I knew Full Metal Jacket, and you know, people have said Matthew Modine. Well, he was younger in Vision Quest, so you're actually probably the age he was in Full Metal Jacket, but you look like young Matthew Modine. But anyways, I want to talk to Eric. Eric, I'm not. So, you, how long did you work at Pinterest? Just about two years. Okay, I'm not super familiar with Pinterest uh, because when it started, it was just you know like the the really no offense, but like crappy mom things like, don't talk to me until I've had my coffee. <laughs> One glass of wine. And it's like a woman with like a jumbo glass of wine, you know, all that kind of stuff. It's like, ah, I just don't want to watch it. But um, so you've been there for a while. When did you become aware, though, of this sort of the, the censoring practices? So uh, especially like after they, they started talking at like our company All Hands about their misinformation efforts and how we need to crack down on misinformation and conspiracies, then I was like, oh shoot, this is happening to Pinterest too. And then I started looking into some stuff and then uh, it was about the end of March, actually after I saw um, Project Veritas's video on Facebook, I was like, okay, this stuff that I'm seeing is not normal. They're normalizing censorship. And that's when I started digging deeper and it just got worse from there. Um, let me ask you this. Well, first off, what do they say when you expose the, did they fire you on the spot? So I, I walked into the building Tuesday morning after the story released. I had my breakfast. I walked up to my desk and noticed that like my Gmail account wasn't syncing, my Pinterest, uh, uh, like our internal account wasn't syncing, my Slack wasn't working. And then I knew that, yeah, this was probably the end of my work at Pinterest. And then I just waited uh, for somebody to come get me. And three security guards came up, said, are you Eric? And I was like, yep, handed him my laptop and badge. And they walked me out the back door. Yeah, even the security guards, they have to do their job. But they were probably thinking, not this crap again. Uh. <laughs> Let me ask you this. In your time at, uh, at Pinterest, did you notice a cozy relationship with the higher ups there and big media companies, for example, like NBC, Disney, you know, do did, did they capitulate to them quite a bit? Because we've seen that with YouTube. So what I can say is that like our trust and safety teams, their calendars, they have meetings with other tech companies and with other media companies. And for sure, like there's so much pressure from the media to do the same thing. And there's this hive mind, you see, because this isn't just about Pinterest. This right. is the point where then the other tech companies can look at that and they can be like, Okay, well, Pinterest is labeled pro-life content as misinformation. Let's do let's do this. Let's double down. This is now a citation that we can we can use to expand our censorship. Now, does Pinterest skew heavily female? Our, our user base, yeah. it's, it, in the U.S., it is very heavily female, and and unlike a lot of other social media sites like Twitter, it's actually very middle America. It's right. very just female middle America. It's not really like techy. Yeah, no, that's what I think of. I think of like, you know, those horrible kind of bumper stickers and then like uh, like mason jar overnight oats. Am I am I <laughs> yeah. in the right ballpark? I think I think a lot of it is, but also it's an image board. And so it contains a lot of like political memes and sure. a lot of information and like lots of baby pictures and pro-life content in that in that regard, too. Well, th so, you know, as a huge image board, it's got a lot of power that way. And that was going to be my question. Since it skews heavily female, you know, they can't use the argument, you know, no vagina, no opinion. And a lot of women, half of women, particularly in the United States, are pro-life. 
So um, do they do they understand? Do, do you think they even have a strategy as as far as dealing with the cannibalization of their audience? Because as from as from a business perspective, it, it doesn't compute for me. I don't think they look at it from a business perspective because really they are in they are 100% in the fight to protect the abortion industry. Mm. They can keep on getting they can keep on getting funding from from big names. They can keep on taking in money, but they, their number one goal is to protect their agenda. The, the tech a lot of things is a lost leader. You just they have to protect their agenda. Yeah, I think that's important to note because a lot of people say, oh, big tech, it's just about corporations. They just want the money. And I go, hold on a second. There are actually a lot of solutions here where they could make plenty of money and they could actually appeal to everybody across the country. But they will often make a decision uh, of influence in lieu of money. Not that it would be acceptable to censor people based on a profit motive. But all right, uh, we do have to get going. Where's the best place for people to support the both of you, James and Eric? So I have a GoFundMe. If you just search GoFundMe Pinterest whistleblower, it'll come right up. Okay. And then also, if you're on the inside of big tech companies, go to projectveritas.com, be brave, go to the insider program and contact uh, Project Veritas securely. 100%. Absolutely. And then, uh, you know, James O'Keefe, you're going to have an office full of people finding something for them to do at this point. They're all going to come home. <laughs> uh, Stephen, it, 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 all, irony aside, there, there are, have been over a dozen people like Eric. Yeah. And, the, and I just want to make one comment. They, they're afraid that the people that come to me are, they won't go to the New York Times or the Washington Post because they're, th those, those newsmen are going to sell them out yeah. instead right. of tell their stories. So yeah. it's pretty amazing to watch. That's, that's a very good point. They're always, ve they vehemently protect their sources Unless it's you, Eric, or James. And it's like, and James McKeefe, Eric, and everybody else here who uh, formerly worked for Breitbart. By the way, these are their, their dresses. And you see it with a, a meme on CNN. Yeah. All right. So that is Project Veritas. I want to make sure I have it right. Projectveritas.com. Yes, projectveritas.com. I don't know if it's ever. Sometimes there's .org, .tv. Eric Cochran, James O'Keefe, thank you guys for being here and uh, appreciate you guys doing the work. Do keep us posted as this stuff unfolds. We'll be back to wrap this up. Don't be a victim. Try the Wolther. You'll be glad you did. This is a really good example of two screens. Uh, I'm sorry, one screen and two movies. Remember when Jim Acosta uh, allegedly grabbed or was grabbed by the White House aide? This is a really simple example I can I can think of in the past uh, in the past year where people couldn't even see the same reality. Okay, we all saw the same video and no one knew what was real. Did the aide grab the microphone from Acosta, or did Acosta chop the arm of the aide? No one could agree. I mean, obviously you had two sides, one saying he did, one saying he didn't. But there were people saying, you're absolutely wrong. I don't understand. Are you nuts? He clearly hit her. And then the other people saying, what are you talking about? She's trying to yank the mic from him. And I don't understand how you can actually, there's, there's no way to describe that situation to people. You will just have two sides saying, no, you are wrong, period. And nothing will change my mind.
That's called, uh, Zadi Prince, who's uh, marveling at the fact that um, this defies all physics, that a cigar <laughs> remains lit underwater. Doesn't make any sense at all, actually. Doesn't make any sense at all. This is actually, it was sitting over there. It was actually a Johnny Boy cigar, and it was half lit. And I thought, you know what, during the break, I'm going to grab it. Now you get the cooties. Which now I realize was a horrible idea. Thank you so much to James O'Keefe. We have a Change My Mind coming up Monday. Yeah. uh, And then we have a long from, I believe, A Devil's Advocate with Tim Poole on Tuesday. Ted Cruz is going to be in the show the the following, the next Thursday. Thank you so much uh, to uh, all the people. You know, I'm kind of getting scrambled, and the reason I'm getting a little scrambled is... No, no, it's been a bit of a tough week. Uh, it's been a tough couple of weeks. Let's be honest. It's been yeah. a tough couple of weeks. With the we've yeah. obviously put on a good front. We've we've worked really uh-huh. hard. Um, but you know, being public enemy number one, particularly as it relates to one of the biggest media companies in the world, and NBC Vox has uh, definitely taken its toll um, on some people here. And, and while I'm I'm re- I really am I'm genuinely appreciative um, to everyone who supported us. It, it's one of the, you know it's always tough to balance and not not wanting to complain but also wanting to be authentic about the stuff that we're going through, yeah. and um, I actually think I think my words might be best put um, into a song. Audio wave? Are you? Are you? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah 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 I'm good. Okay yeah you know what let's, let's do that. Fox.